0: Los Angeles Dodgers and the Florida Marlins and essentially the Dodgers at the time shockingly sent their Superstar catcher Mike Piazza Tommy Lasorda's
1: great great cousin or whatever
0: 50th round pick or whatever uh-huh. along with Todd Zeal to the Florida Marlins for Bobby Bonilla, Jim Eisenreich, Charles Johnson, Gary Sheffield and Manuel Barrios. And, uh,
1: I think fiftieth round draft pick is generous. I mean, he was really picked so late as yeah. a favor, I guess, to Tommy Lasorda, and he <laughs> ended up being a superstar. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Oh, 62nd round. I just... Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was like a really late pick, like way into the hundreds, like overall players, but.
0: Why do you think that was, you think it was the porno mustache that turned everybody
1: off? I think, yeah, either that, because they have a lot of that in L.A. already, right? So we don't want to add, like, one, they don't (laughs) want to add one more, so, uh, but, yeah, it's funny. You know what my one big memory of Mike Piazza is, is his, actually, before his rookie year, he was brought up for the call-ups in 1993, and he was one of those guys who killed the Giants in that last game of the season. I think he had two home runs, if I'm not mistaken, But that was a shocker because, first of all, the Marlins end of giving up all those guys that they just acquired, I think the year before when they won the World Series with with Jim Leland heading the team as their uh, manager. And I just looked at Mike Piazza, okay, this is going to be a lifelong Dodger that I will root against for the rest of my life. Um, I mean, I believe at the time there's a lot of kind of um, concern for the for the Dodgers that you know Piazza wants to get paid a certain amount you know, mm-hmm. for like an extension for his for his big contract, and the Dodgers weren't willing. And also their ownership at the time it, in that mode. And I don't know if it was the McCourts or not. It may have been, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like buying a, a championship or trying to buy one. It, it's reminiscent of when the Dodgers gave Daryl Strawberry that big deal, and then they traded Tim Belcher to get Eric Davis, and, they're like, they're trying to buy a... Mm-hmm. They went away from their great philosophy of, like, homegrown... You know, we talked about earlier, just off-air, about all the rookies of the year they've had, and they went away from that kind of that paradigm they had and they were successful with, and I think this is another example of why it's been so long since they've won anything. Mm-hmm. So... It was shocking at the time, not only as someone who... Giants fan watching the Dodgers, but, like, the Marlins, like, giving up all these guys. Like, oh, there they are. Fire sale.
0: I mean, it was shocking in the sense that, like, I could see the Dodgers doing this because you get all these, like, superstar players, and you only have to give up one. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, it's like, this is a guy that I grew up hating. And I was going to, just like you, like... Uh, I thought I was going to root for him yep. for the rest of his playing career. Him, little little for, no, for
1: him or against him? Against him. Sorry. Did I say for him? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And slip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, uh, Rudy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, it's the porno mustache. There, gonna you do, huh?
1: there you go. There you go.
0: Little did I no, I ended up rooting against him when he went to the Mets. Yeah. And he killed us there, too. Yeah. God.
1: But um, the booing is was still in order for him.
0: But I mean, look at the players that the Dodgers got. They got Bobby Bonilla, mm-hmm. Gary Sheffield, Charles Johnson. Just kind of cancels yeah. almost cancels it out. Like yeah. just him and because his defense is
1: was yeah. he was like a multiple goal lover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: uh, Jim Eisenreich, a really serviceable outfielder, a yeah. good hitter, and, great pinch hitter too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I don't know about Manuel Burs. I don't know what kind of a yeah well he was a and he didn't really do much with the Dodgers, but um,
1: yeah
0: I mean it was to me this was um, definitely a better trade for the Dodgers obviously yeah. and uh, the Marlins took him and swapped him for three minor leaguers and mm-hmm. one of them was Preston Wilson and right. before, um, before the podcast, I was all, like, who the hell is Preston Wilson?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I look at the numbers, he actually hit, did really yeah. well for us. Mookie but,
1: Wilson's kid and pretty yeah. good player. Yeah. yeah. Number forty four I believe, speaking of Eric Davis. So
0: yeah. I mean I mean just going over some of the but we've talked about Bobby Bonilla before. Right. Um
1: earplugs and all.
0: Yeah, earplugs <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah. Uh, I mean he was a really good player at the time. Yeah. And then Charles Johnson, one of the best catchers defensively. Gary Sheffield, you look at his numbers, you're all like yeah. Shouldn't this guy be a Hall of Famer, you know? It's, it's
1: never like, talked about. Yeah. I mean, the juicing thing's a big fa- yeah. like Piazza, right?
0: But that's the funny thing. Like, they're never proven to have right. taken steroids, but people believe that they It's be.
1: assumed they did because of the era, which is yeah. kind of a shame.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean, I remember when Piazza used to hit, like, it almost seemed like all his power came from his hands, you know? Right. And that head would never move. It would just be like...
1: Yeah. All wrists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always
0: talk about how, like, when you're a hitter, you should look the ball into your bat. You should, right. a great hitter, see the ball hit the bat. Right. For me, it was usually, like, I saw the ball, miss the bat.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I was good at that. But, yeah. But, like, Piazza almost, like, guided the ball over the fence when he played the Giants. Like Yeah. It was like, he's playing wiffle ball or something. It's
1: kind of like a little joke or something. He was yeah. that good and that strong. And, I mean... He was a pretty good opposite field hitter, too, right? And I mean, growing up, Amir, I watched a lot of uh, Dale Murphy with Atlanta because, you know, WTBS was part of the cable. It's just how it was. I'm a Giants fan, but they had more Atlanta games than than Giant games locally at that time. So, um, but anyway, Dale Murphy was... It was like an art seeing him hit balls to right field as a right-handed hitter the opposite yeah. way and i a lot of my memories of Mike Piazza against the Giants and otherwise were just that 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 strength he had you know you and i to kick off like the, this this podcast um not this episode but the the show talked about the Joe Nathan trade you know yeah. the Twins and Giants and you and i referenced uh Joe Nathan as having one of the greatest seasons of any closer in Major League Baseball history.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, I believe I mentioned this kind of poll. It was based on stats that uh, ESPN.com did on that. And if you look at the catchers in that, like that kind of comparison they Mm -hmm. did, Mike Piazza had a season season where he won the batting title. Mm-hmm. and i was like 360 something or something like that mm-hmm. one of the greatest oh, yeah. offensive and you know good. years for the for a catcher yeah. so
0: yeah he had 362 he had 200 hits, 40 mm-hmm. home runs, oh my god, yeah. 124 RBIs. It's ridiculous, yeah. His OPS was 185, which mm-hmm. is 85% better than an average major leaguer. Yep. And he came in second in the MVP.
1: And I think, you know, Tony. if I'm not mistaken, uh, Tony Gwynn that season had a really high average, but because of Piazza's great average, but only came in second for National League batting title. Tony Gwynn, I oh, believe. Oh, wow. Um, or something like that, but... Think about the, some of the players you were talking about. Like, if you look at that era... And we'll, 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 we don't know about steroids and all that with these players. But this, just for the sake of you know fun here, we'll, we'll yeah. eliminate that. Um, Piazza and Sheffield, probably two of the best hitters from yeah. that time.
0: Yeah.
1: And they were involved in that trade for each other. And Bonilla, a, a solid player. Yeah. You know, I, you, you remember um, when... It was ninety three Maddox signed with Atlanta, and ESPN had that ad campaign Chicks dig ball. the long ball in yeah. that same commercial. I believe Bobby Bonilla had a part and it was his first kind of year with with the Mets yeah. um, when he was uh having fights with the media too but yeah, I don't think he was the best player in that trade i mean I think I'm thinking probably Sheffield is yeah. what the Dodgers got
0: i mean you don't think uh i mean Piazza was the best player. In that I mean
1: period. from the Dodgers oh, end of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Piazza yeah. definitely And he hardly ever he'd hardly played for the Marlins. Yeah, eat, so yeah. he just got he moved to the Mets I
0: mean Bobby Bonilla is a very underrated overrated. He's one of the most underrated yeah. overrated players Yeah, I don't know. We haven't talked about that. He'd, like he'd always great get great numbers But like yeah, he wasn't really worth like being he's not the number one guy
1: well, a lot like um, Sheffield and Piazza, his defense, he's not known for his defense. And, you know, Bonilla, is he going to play third? He's going to play, you know, right field? Where, where do we put him? And, and the Mets definitely overpaid for him, like they have for a lot of guys, you know. And, yeah, he's a good player, but he's not that good, you know.
0: Yeah. And what's interesting about the Dodgers is that um, the couple of years that they had those players, they actually did not end up winning the division. They had all the yeah. all-star players, and, like, yeah. it's just kind of interesting. Even though they got all of them, they still didn't really do much with them.
1: Well, you know, and earlier you mentioned that um, you thought the Dodgers got the better end of that deal. And, you know, I, I guess, like, looking at, you know, purely speaking, yeah. um, like, statistically... Which are the the tangibles? I would say sure they yeah. did, but if you want to, like take everything into play, and a lot of it is based on intangibles. Yeah. I mean, by definition, they can't be you know seen or you know measured. Yeah. Uh, I I would argue that that trade really went against the Dodgers because it, it kind of feeds to that like that kind of right. belief to go away from that homegrown paradigm they had success with mm-hmm. that they won with and. Doing a trade like this, sure, you're getting these great players, mm-hmm. all stars, and and serviceable players um, for just by giving up one guy, Piazza, but it's feeding that kind of um, speed to win, like right now. And we're gonna overspend, and and then just falls flat on your face mm-hmm. again, and you find yourself just rebuilding again, and okay. fans get upset, and your minor league is backed up, mm-hmm. and. I just feel like it has like this trickle down effect and it's not really yeah. good overall. What I do mean, you think?
0: I mean, I think um this was just a shit trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do think the Dodgers got the better end cuz you know yeah. they were able to come yeah. they ended up being second and third place right. and the Marlins went down the gutter. Right. Preston Wilson was a good player. Yeah. But like, you know, they didn't win anything with them. Right. And obviously he was cheap, and I'm just not a big fan of fire sales. Yeah, like, I just yeah. don't like them. Even though I'm, I'm, I care about like stockpiling on young good players, which Preston wasn't right. was. Right. It w- that's what it ended up being. Yeah. I just this is just the Marlins. I would never be a Marlins fan. I don't care.
1: Yeah, that it's really it's hard. hard. It's it's hard when you're. you're get all these young, good young players and move them. I, mean, I think A's fans right? yeah. <laughs> probably know that, but but they haven't won anything. Marlins won two titles, so... Yeah.
0: I mean, the Marlins... I even would venture... Well, nah, they're both A's fans. A's. The fact of the matter is actually the A's have won more games total right. than right. Marlins. I'd rather have an yeah. A's team than the Marlins where, like, yeah. you win one World Series and you're horrible for 10 years, you know?
1: right. I don't know. My thing with the Marlins is I, I, I believe Preston Wilson was on that second World Series team. And he wasn't their best player, but he was probably their third best offensive player. I'm, I'm guessing mm-hmm. just off the, off the top of my head here. And, you know, it, it's kind of like, like let's say the trade never happened. Mm-hmm. Would the Dodgers organization have been better off with Piazza? Assume they'd give him the extension he wanted for that money or better the way it turned out, second, third place, a lot of money invested, giving up a homegrown guy and kind of going away, like, all things considered. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's impossible to go back in a time machine and and reverse the trade and what if and all that. It's very easy to do. But, like, for the sake of, you know, conversation and, you know, and looking at that, I kind of want to say the Dodgers would have been better off not trading him and not taking back the players they did. Mm-hmm. not just for like their team but like just okay we're going to be patient and grow our guys and not rush too much i don't know
0: it's interesting you mentioned that actually Preston Wilson the 2004 was the world series year for the Marlins right
1: right there was that was the second one right yeah they
0: traded they actually traded him the year before that okay for juan pierre and mike hampton that's right who helped them win the world series it seemed with the rockies or juan pierre did anyway yeah Yeah. juan
1: pierre had like over 200 hits i think once yeah or something like that that's right i'm glad you mentioned that so it
0: ended up being helped and then uh
1: kind of indirectly helped them i guess
0: yeah yeah Oh, Spoonie Burger. <laughs>
1: yeah, the relief pitcher. That was that part of the Atlanta and Mike Hampton deal, I believe. Yeah, yeah
0: so it's, it's interesting because when yeah. they traded him, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Juan Pierre, who later signed the big free agent deal with yeah. the Dodgers.
0: So I guess you're right. Yeah. They traded Piazza for all these players, yeah. and then they took a... Um, or they got Piazza for all these players, mm-hmm. and then they traded Piazza for Juan Pierre... Four years later, they trade Juan Pierre for other people, and then they win the World Series based on. Juan it's Pierre. funny. Uh, I mean, sorry. Yeah.
1: Uh, the, Wilson, the so Preston Wilson impressive. was in, yeah for yeah so, nice. but, but they probably didn't know what they were gonna do. But yeah, it's funny how it kind of these things kind of line up, and yeah. that's kind of my argument like against the Dodgers trade because mm. I mean it's impossible to know, but I I think that when you have this. I keep saying paradigm, but I think it's true. This kind of formula used to like win championships, which the Dodgers did a lot of with all the rookies of the year, and and even like they're the original team to really look overseas and like invest and in, in, have scouts around the world, mm-hmm. and they're the model you know kind of franchise for that because they did it first, I think, or we're, were well known for it. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, to go away from that, it just kind of like, ah, you know? I feel like this holds things back. Even if it's not that obvious, like, mentally, like, you know, I think people are thinking, you know, here we go again.
0: I mean, I think the Dodgers, the thing about the Dodgers is, you know, we already know the Marlins suck as an organization, or they're not very good to their fans. Yeah. The Dodgers, I remember they used to have the ownership. Was it the O'Malley's?
1: Yeah. The
0: O'Malley's—they they, they traded—they and they they sold it to that owner who really was bank.
1: Frank McCourt. Frank the McC- Fox guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and that's that was their downfall, really. The O'Malley, as much as you dislike the Dodgers, the O'Malleys yeah. were a great owner's owner.
1: They were. They also voted against the Giants' move to Tampa Bay in nineteen ninety-two, yeah. which I'll forever be grateful.
0: Yeah. So it's well, I think they wanted to. You know, well, yeah, it's to make property. more money,
1: the rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: still, like I mean, you kind of respect them, and yeah. I guess as a Giants fan, I'm happy they sold out for because was a terrible owner. And yeah. That happen, and yeah, yeah,
1: that divorce happened too, that ruined and them. So,
0: and so, you it know, probably helped the Giants win.